This is Fair Play. Pop culture at its finest. Hi guys, my name is Marx. What's up, people? My name is Michael. You're welcome to Spur Play Podcast. And of course, we're here with your weekly unpacking of stories and hot topics. Remember mm-hmm. to join the conversation on the comment section below. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm begging you, please support, support. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and let us know what you think about all the various topics and unpacking that we just did on the show. We want to hear from you. And make sure you also... Follow us on our uh, social media platforms as well, on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. It is all at Play S-P-U-R-P-A-L-A-Y. Hi, Michael. How you doing? What's up? I'm okay. Um, <laughs> it's like the beginning of a new week here, or anyway, everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. It's the end of Monday for me, and it's been a very... Um, this month is already a long month. <laughs> is it? I'm already, I'm already tired of October. Maybe not tired. I mean, exciting things are happening everywhere. You know. I mean, we barely happening. just even got in. Why would you be tired? I know. Already? <laughs> I know. I mean, September is my, was my birthday month, so I wanted to, right. you know, adjust it to my. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but we're already here. It feels mm-hmm. like we are approaching the end of the year slowly. Right. Right. It's now right. Beginning to you know wind down and. Um, yeah, and a lot of things to entertain us. I was like, I was completely, completely entertained uh, by the okay. first topic. So, but let's, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank God. Like, uh, we're, we're having, we're already, you know, getting the whole, you know, Christmas spirits and all of that going on. So, mm. um, uh, yeah, the end of the year is already here. So, uh, mm. I guess I'm one of those people who cannot wait for 2020 to be over. We're seeing enough. We've heard enough and we've felt enough already. So I cannot wait for this year to be over. But still, I'm not going to, uh, you know, underestimate the fact that some good things did happen this year as well. So, so let us, you know, highlight on that and, you know, give, you know, uh, be grateful for that as well. So anyways, guys, <laughs> you're welcome to like our third. very, very good 2020. Um, yeah. Contrary to, you know what mm-hmm. other people might be going through or whatever that right. people might be feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I feel like right. my 2020 has been, you know, really good. So every now and then when I want to celebrate my little victories, mm-hmm. kind of like have a moment where I feel bad or I'm like, right. oh, you need to, you need to calm the fuck down because there are so many people that are going through. Um, through, through stuff, right. Through shit. Right. And exactly. Of a lot of people have lost their lives and they've lost their jobs and stuff like that. But it's been exactly. a good year for me, so... Exactly. Um, exactly. I'm so blessed. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, you know it's uh, I, on a global experience front. Twenty twenty has been <laughs> that year. If the Earth, if the planet had mouth to speak, I'm sure <laughs> the planet is going to say a lot about twenty twenty. So yeah, it's just been, it's been a global thing. You know. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I, I, I completely, I completely get that because um, right. at the end of the day, for me, it just feels like um, because some of the things that we've been talking about, or some of the things that are amplified, mm-hmm. some of these things are they are not new. They are things that were already there. They're they are, not they are at things all. that have only been amplified. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about the environment, the way that we take care of the environment, the way we treat each other, the exactly. way that we treat animals. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these things are things that um, 
for people like us that we've been doing the inner work and you know the groundwork and advocating for so many different causes and so many different things for a very long time it just feels like a, um 2020 2020 has been a good year for the amplification mm -hmm. of those things like right. everybody wake the fuck up We've been talking about these things for a very long time. Uh -huh, We've been talking uh -huh, about uh -huh. hygiene for a long time. We've been talking about what you eat and, you know, how you interact with people for a long time. And uh, it's, a, it's a big year for civil rights as well. So, so 2020 yeah. will go down in history for mm -hmm. civil rights as well. Yeah, definitely. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Um, Kalima is missing in action. Yeah. In traffic. Um, of course. And she's going to be back with us next week, guys. So. Yeah. I mean, it almost feels like, is Kalima in Lagos traffic? Wink, wink. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Lagos traffic is. Oh. Okay. Lagos so, like, is always like Kalima, Atlanta. Are you in Nigeria? Are you in Lagos? No, she's in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lagos and Atlanta. They got the same traffic situation and also New York as well, too, but not at this time in New York anyway. So, yeah, but, 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 you know, I mean, anyways, I was just about to say that it's a whole lot of jobs that, you know, was cut out. So where are all of these people going at this particular time in traffic? Well, anyways, guys, we just get to it. <laughs> You're welcome to the, ep to episode 13 of for a play podcast and then <clears throat> we'll just you know get right into it um uh yeah we're going to be recapping on the u.s 2020 presidential debate that happened uh, uh last week tuesday if i'm not mistaken yeah and after tuesday a whole lot of other stuff has happened as well too you know a lot a lot has happened you know following into getting into this week as well. So we'll just like, you know, like put everything together and just, and just you know, deliberate about it. <clears throat> so President Trump and Joseph, Joseph R. Biden Jr. Appeared, appeared on stage together for the first time on Tuesday. It was not exactly a debate, shouting, interruptions, and often incoherent cross-talk filled the air as Mr. Trump purposefully and repeatedly hacked and bluttered over his rival and the moderator alike in a 30-minute meal that showcased the president's sense of urgency to upend a race in which polls show him trailing. From the opening bell, Mr. Trump came out as, a, as an aggressor, speaking over Mr. Biden in what seemed to be almost, uh, almost uh, you know, deemed by design. Paul, the former vice president who was run as a statesman promising to re restore the soul of America into mod slanging contest. He also bulldozed Mr. Biden and the moderator, Chris Wallace, throughout the evening. But his goal, other than making for a convoluted contest, was less clear. Mr. Trump seemed principally focused on undercutting and disorienting Mr. Biden, rather than on presenting an agenda or a vision for a second term in the White House. This is exactly what happened. Michael, I don't know if you, you know, caught on that. Did you, did you watch clips of that? Um, so I, I, I saw the highlights on Sky News. Um, okay. I think the highlights was about nine minutes long, not the right. entire thing. Um, 
I mean, I'm not going to stay up to watch the presidential um, debate. The American <laughs> debate. <No>. <clears throat> so I did see the highlights, but I know that I think CNN has the entire thing, and mm -hmm. I'm, I, will, I, I don't have the time to mm -hmm. also watch that. So I would rather just, so I saw the highlights, and the highlights was so entertaining. After seeing the highlights, I've decided <laughs> that over this weekend, when mm -hmm. I get my time to you know, rest, I'm going to Work. amuse myself and watch the entire thing because the 10 minutes or the nine to 10 minutes that I watched was extremely, extremely entertaining. And you know me, I'm down for entertainment. This, right. <laughs> felt, like, this felt like good life TV, um, you know, just watching. You like know. a reality, like a reality TV. Yes, yes. Almost like a Jerry Springer show. Oh and my God. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? I, I yeah, mean, a hot mess. I mean, what's going on here? Immediately they came out and then mm -hmm. the way that, you know, President Trump just said, hey, hey, the way that they greeted each other. Right. Like, yes, <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> it's about to go down. The greeting, the initial greeting. I'm like, it's about to go down. I'm going to enjoy this. And it just kept on, you know, interrupting. It kept on interrupting even when, you know, it was told, do not interrupt, allow the other person to speak, please, Mr. President. And it just kept on interrupting. Like, he has no, <laughs> man has zero chill. You have right. to really admire his, you know, his uh, very unbothered personality and his right. very, um, what's the, the domineering word? factor? I yeah, I don't give a fuck. That's aggressive. I don't give a fuck. Uh, right. right, right, right. It's something that um, every now and then I think we need in our lives. That's mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck, but mm -hmm. not in this scenario. This scenario, you're just pretty much disrespecting the entire nation. That was right. so disrespectful. Like exactly. I don't even can't even quantify the magnitude of the disrespect that I felt that was to an entire nation. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. asked the question, you did not talk about what you're going to bring to the table. You did not do all of those things, at least in the nine to 10 minutes that I saw. Mm -hmm. And then um, I understand that, you know, this is a debate, you're going to attack your opponent, but you know, his entire agenda was just to do just that. And then the thing that I'm not going to say bothered me because or surprised me because I'm, I, uh, I can't be surprised by, you know, the actions of that man. Um, I think when he was talking, he was asked about white supremacy. Um, you oh, know, yeah, to condemn white he supremacy. Literally refused to, he literally refused to. So yeah. um, I wasn't surprised, but I'm just like, okay, if he can do this on live TV, if he, if he can, you know, dodge this question or, you know, beat around the bush with this question or look for a way to navigate and not even address and not even say the word supremacy or mm -hmm. supremacy. And so he, 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 he even said, okay, what do you want me to say? I think he said something okay, <laughs> Of course. Like, and they gave him a word. They said, white supremacy, say it, say it. And he still didn't say nothing. You know, the thing is, uh, I, like, I, I'm tired of the whole politicizing of everything. Stop politicizing everything and let us face real issues and talk about the problem facing America and, you know, what's happening around the world and the place of America in the United Nations and also, you know, to the rest of the planet. 
you know? Like, stop politicizing everything. Everything has to be about politics. We have real issues right here. For me, I watched the show um, live, and I, in my head, I removed myself from uh, the, the left wing or the right wing, whatever wing that's available, just to stand, you know, alone to watch these two people give out their agenda, all right? Mm -hmm. You know, like, talk about real things. Talk about what's going on. Like, I need answers. I, I, I want to take something out of the debate. But it was a whole hot mess. First of all, uh, President Trump would never even <laughs> let Joe Biden speak, you know? And it was just all yeah. various forms of interjection from, you know, every angle and all of that. And I also wish that Joe Biden, when he was talking, because sometimes he would be interjected by the president and he would forget respond to continue. To yeah, he would respond yeah. back and forget to continue yeah. answering the question that he was asked. Yeah. But I'm really looking forward to, to hear from him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And he just like, you know, gets distracted and all of that. I'm like, oh. Has, has, has anyone walked out of the debates before? In the history of America? I'm not sure. <laughs> Yeah, I'm okay. not sure. Maybe I'd have to go search, you know, you know, Google or search. Yeah, maybe I, it's something what and um, what would be the repercussions if you walk out? Because if I were in, uh, I know they have a they I they have a debate commission. They have a debate commission here. In America. I would have like, walked out. Uh, oh, okay. Does that affect? Maybe that would affect his presidency, or that would affect his ticket. I don't know. That would affect, um, you know, uh, the polls. But I would have walked out. Mm -hmm. Like, it was so fucking disrespectful. Allow me to finish. Right. Like, let me finish, you know? Let me finish. Uh, when Trump is talking, let him finish. When Biden is talking, let him finish. Stop with the whole interjection and everything. Like, I need to hear what these men are talking about. I need to hear what they have to say, answering the question of the moderator. Like, they signed something or they had an agreement or whatever, uh, you know, following the rules of the debate or the event or whatever it is you call it. You know, so why don't you just follow the rules? At the end of the day, it was Trump just a debate without Trump you couldn't take anything out of it. Trump you couldn't take anything. He, he, there was a part that I saw where he talked about the uh, um, the economy of the country, and then he was like, "Oh, that the economy and, and the um, moderator was like, we're going to get that in the next section. Yes, we're going, we're going to get there. We're going to, but I did get something out that I mean." is done, uh, according to him, is done something pretty remarkable when it comes to, you know, the American economy. And I think this has been a very tough year. So all things considered, I think on that front, mm -hmm. I think he's trying on that front. He's not 100%, you know, Joe Biden said- Of which Joe Biden talked about, there was a booming economy already before he took office. Yeah. Anyway. You know, so yeah. like, <laughs> you understand. And also it was really a bone of contention because he was really focused. They, were also, they also talked about, you know, reopening the country. And he also was accusing Biden, oh, he's going to close down the country because of COVID and blah, blah, blah. I want to open up the country. And then we're forgetting opening, closing, opening, closing. Hey, we're in a pandemic. What is the safest way to do something? You understand what I mean? You're concerned about opening. You're concerned, oh, he was going to close down the country. Oh, he's opening the country, blah, blah, blah. We're in the middle of a pandemic. 
what does science say? What is the, uh, uh, the, the precaution? What, what are the cautionary measures that we have to implement so that we can get, you know, maybe the economy can be back running. And if it really has to run, how safely can we do that? Nobody talks about that. I just wish you that the Biden came with a, very, a better strategy. Right, like, you know, like... Uh, and also, that, he, the president also talked about his son. I don't know if you saw that part where he talked about yeah. his son, his both sons. You know, one, one, one has passed and uh, one uh, does business internationally or something like that. He kept on accusing his son and talked about one of his sons who was a, a drug addict and stuff like that. You know, that was pretty... You know, I was like, come on, President Trump, you don't have to do that. Like, seriously. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. And you can see. The same you man see. that about grabbing pussy, the same man that, I mean, mm. uh, well, and like, you I'm, see. Not <laughs> I'm not even going to read this issue and what he has been involved in in the past. He's talking about. Right, right, uh, right, right. Is the person running for the, the office? Oh, please. Um, I mean, you could see Joe Biden's face. He was like, like, like. That's, that's what, <laughs> like, that, I mean, you need to know your opponent. You need to understand your opponent. And if you're going into a fight with your opponent, you need to understand how you're going to attack and how you're going to protect yourself. I don't think that he was 100% ready because I don't think he even triggered Trump, Trump enough. If I, if, I mean, I can, mm-hmm. please, let's bring Olivia Pope to fix this. <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> okay, so like it's it's just it's a charade of mess, a whole mess. Like if if that was like a lecture that I went to, you know, to take down notes and everything, I literally took nothing out of it. I got out of that class without taking shit, nothing, nothing at all, you know. And then shortly, a few days later, news broke out that the president of the United States and the first lady of the United States had contacted or have gotten you know tested positive for COVID-19 and I'm like okay so what exactly is going on finally the president is not talking about wearing masks or you know preventive measures and everything and now he's been hit by COVID-19 what is going on and then he was a flaunt what the man is fucking lying it's uh, it's all. Did, uh, did, did, did you, do you think that's true, or is it just you know one of those you know tactics and after, Yeah, after this, uh, then like, in a couple of weeks, he's going to be fully recovered. You know, I survived this. I beat this. Yeah, I vote for this. <laughs> Yo, I thought about that though. But but remember, he's not the only one who had it. Like this, there was like a meeting where he 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 uh, declared his nominee for the next Supreme Court uh, justice. It was it was an event on the South Lawn in the White House. So, quite a couple of you know people who attended that event also tested positive for COVID nineteen including the ex-governor of New Jersey, you know, and some of the senators and Republican senators there, they tested COVID, they tested positive for COVID-19. So, I mean, after his news broke and then these other White House senior All of the supporters of Trump. All of them, like, started testing positive. I'm like, what is going on? All of the supporters of Trump. 
they are, are all the majority of them are in are in the same party. Okay. Are all Republicans, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so does that, does that confirm something for you? <laughs> it doesn't confirm anything, but it, it you know it doesn't also deny anything or it doesn't prove anything. It could it could all be a part of their scheme. I mean, if they're all from the same party. Yeah, part of the whole. Oh, it could yeah. be part of the whole election but scheme. Okay. okay, I haven't even gotten to it. Now, uh, three days ago, two days ago, we also read a report about him. Some news broke on Twitter that there was a picture where they showed the president still working because in the hospital when he was airlifted from the White House to Walter Reed uh, Medical Center, I think that's in Bethesda in Maryland. So in the hospital, he has his own office in, office in the hospital. So they showed a picture of him working, you know, like, you know, on the table, you know, like working. And then he tweeted something about him working. <laughs> he tweeted about something about him working and stuff like that. And then somebody zoomed into the paper and it shows that he was just literally signing an empty paper, like, appending his signature on an into paper in a way to pose that he's working while like, like he has <laughs> I can't keep up I'm just like I have too much going on because, like, I, I, I really don't care about this man's theatrics and gimmicks um, I mean right, right, like, right. like Joe Biden said that this man we all know you're a liar you lie a lot so I'm not here to prove you that you're a liar I think that was I think one of the first things that he said Joe Biden said during the debate so we all know that he lies someone that you know said that uh, COVID-19 was not a, a thing. And mm -hmm. now he came back to say that he told the people that they should, you know, he came to say the opposite. So it's, we all know he lies a lot. So. And guess what? When I he mean, got, when this man was in showbiz. This man had a fucking reality TV show. So he gets He's an entertainment personality. He understands yeah. media. He, he yep. understands media very well. He's very mm -hmm. good. You know, and then also remember at a hospital, they he had fans cheering, supporters cheering for him at a hospital, like you know, outside the blocks of the hospital, like with a sign and everything. Do you know that yesterday he got into the car with the Secret Service just to drive by and wave to the supporters? And I'm like, when you have COVID, aren't you supposed to be isolated? Something like that. How do you get in a car the with right? How do you get in the car? Secret service at uh, oh fuck at risk. Like how do you get in the car just to wave to people <laughs> with other humans in the car with you? When at a time when America was at, at at its peak of the pandemic, literally older people could not even see their children or their grandchildren. If you go to the nursing homes, they couldn't even come out. You would have to wave through the glasses somewhere. And then the nurses that were treating these people were in full hamzats. What do you call that? The suits have hamzat suits or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, regalia or something like that. All literally covered. I mean, for the but, benefit of the doubt, then back then we did not know the extent of COVID-19 or how to tackle it. But now we know that with the mats, you can... You know, and social distancing, you can. Okay, so so do we. So so do, so do we. So do we, 
Okay, so do we say that the president being with the you know Secret Service aides in the car and with them wearing a the whole full blown mask and everything is also preventing measures like they were? They're, so they're, so that's a, that's a very very silly thing to do. I'm not saying that it's it's the right thing to do. It's still a stupid thing to do. But I'm just saying that if I, I've not seen the video, I've not seen the pictures. If they you know if uh, they did the social distancing thing and they were fully you know they had their PPEs all in place, then um, it's not as risky, but it's still yeah. a very stupid move. Like, it's not necessary. Yeah, right? it's not necessary. Right. Just, you can, you can, just stay where you are and tweet. Keep tweeting. Yeah, stay where you are. I mean, you're known to be the Twitter king. So just keep tweeting. Hey, guys, I see you supporting me outside the hospital. I want to thank you very much. I mean, you could easily do that. It wasn't necessary to be in a car and have to, you know, go wave to some people out there. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm looking forward to the next debate and Kamala Harris and uh, Vice President, um, oh my God, Mike Pence, the both of them are going head to head. So I'm gonna be looking forward to, you know, to that, to watch that as well. Hopefully there's not gonna no. be any interjecting and any ego play or whatever. Guys, just get to the point and let us hear what you have to say and help the American people know exactly who they should cast their vote for. We want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I know mm -hmm. more unfolding stories are going to be coming up anyways, guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Over the weekend, uh, uh, Rihanna had the second edition of the, of the Savage and Fancy Show 2020. <laughs> so Rihanna ha Rihanna's highly anticipated fashion show Savage and Fanny show volume two delivered on all fronts with its imaginative star-studded showcase of the icons new fall 2020 collection. There's gonna be an array of personalities Rihanna told Entertainment Tonight ahead of the show, revealing that this celebration of self-expression and inclusivity and inclusivity would include male, female, non-binary, and transgender models of all shapes, races, and sexualities. It is definitely gonna be off the chain. The show is full of stunning looks from Rihanna's lingerie line on a bevy of celebrities and electrifying moments like Demi Moore sizzling in sultry black lace and Lizo, or Lizo, Lizo's woman in the Miro solo dance. So similar to last year's show, there was there were live musical performances by the likes of Bad Bunny, LMI, Miguel, Mustard, Roddy Rich, and Rosalia. Travis Scott, meanwhile, performed after the show ended. As for the models, there was a mix of savage veterans and newcomers. Among those returning were Big Sean, uh, Cara Delevingne, Normani, Paloma Elessar, and Christian Combs who's the latest collaborator with the brand. Rihanna said, adding that his, his appearance last year had the ladies going a little <laughs> um, crazy. It was a great show. I was looking forward to it and uh, it dropped on, uh, on Amazon Prime. Just in case you haven't watched it on Amazon Prime, it's still you know uh, streaming on demand. It was an incredible, it was a wonderful show. Like, uh, the art you know, for musical performance. She had a lot of dancers, you know, according to reports and, you know, of course, what I watched, the artists who performed and displaying the 
the the the lines and everything and guess what michael as you're watching if you want to forward or pause or something once you click on the pause button you're going to see the links to the the items and how much it costs what a marketing strategy yo mm -hmm. <laughs> like you can easily just you know click on them and it would take you to the page to go and place your orders like oh rihanna 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 i cannot like rihanna Fucking amazing! I can't even start. I'm going to just blush around over here. Just, my love for Rihanna is over the moon, and I just feel like she's doing so well. A girl mm -hmm. from, I mean, um, from a, a small country, you know, a country that a lot of people don't even rate. Um, coming in to, you know, build a, a massive empire, coming in to do something that no other person is doing, no other person has done. Right. right. You know, she has set the pace, she has set herself apart. You know, the whole music thing, she's not running around, scrambling right. and scribbling with, you know, with everybody. She just, right. she has paved the path and a lane for herself. Of course, and she's as a businesswoman. She's been consistent. And, you know, when you just look at our little beginnings, yesterday I was talking to um, um, our, my team members and we we're just talking about how we really, really love the story of um, um, Grass to Grace. Mm -hmm. And it's like an example of that, you know, someone from a small country coming into America, doing great things, you know, being a global icon, being a fashion icon, her music is amazing, her fans are demanding more music, and she's celebrating right. black women, she's celebrating inclusivity, diversity, and she's always been about that. And, you know, she's celebrating, there, is, there was a girl um, that... Um, that was featured on BBC some time mm -hmm. ago. She's Nigerian. Right, I remember her, yeah, yeah. I remember her. Yeah. Yeah. She had tribal marks and people won't walk with her. She, she's a model. Um, mm -hmm. Photographers won't even touch her um, mm -hmm. because she had tribal marks. And, you know, the Western standard of beauty, uh, mm. you're not supposed to have tribal marks. If you have, like, those marks, you're ugly. Or if you look a particular kind of way, you're ugly. And Rihanna mm -hmm. kind of, like, supported this girl and um, reposted the girl's picture, you know, spoke to the girl and then all of a sudden all, all the photographers so she's really really supporting um black women uh right. businesses and she's building creating products that are for black people right exactly especially with the makeup line um so she's doing amazing stuff and she's humble she's kind she's she's the entire package and she's wild <laughs> yeah, she's going to smoke her joint sit by the pool I'm not going to pretend I'm not I'm something that I'm not. I'm exactly. not going to pretend I'm not. You need to accept that I'm multifaceted. I'm a complete period. Being. Period. Right. Exactly. So All over the spectrum. Yes. And for yes. the show, I saw little clips of the show um, mm -hmm. here and there. And I think that as always, Rihanna did an amazing job bringing in all of these people, having this amazing, you know, line and collection and it's sexy and it's everything. You see mm -hmm. all body sizes and all, mm -hmm. like, you know, it's, it's everything and then some, so. It's, it's, it's amazing, you know, the art behind everything. And specifically, specifically for me, what I took out of it was the inclusivity. Inclusivity, like seriously, like every, all sizes, 
all sexual or, or orientation, whatever it is that you identify, like it's like come one, come all type of shit, you know. Like there was a place for everybody oh, in that. Wrong. Yes, there's, there was a place for everybody in that show, and it's just so incredible. It was nice to see Willow Smith. Uh, Willow, she. Little she Willow was gorgeous. <laughs> Willow was gorgeous. She was really gorgeous. With the short hair, yes, you know. Yes. Yeah, Willow, Willow, Willow was 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 amazing, you know. And uh, Christian Combs and uh, and Big Sean as well too, you know, for the men's uh, line of things. And it was just all incredible. The dancers and the location as well, the sets, and Miguel. Miguel performed. I loved his performance, you know. And also, they, they had a clips of documentaries where Rihanna would talk about, you know, setting products, and they would show um, uh, some of the designers working and sewing the fabrics and all of that. And Rihanna would, you know, uh, speak. And I think I saw her father, uh, Mr. Fenty, uh, her mom and her siblings, like, you know, like, and her all over the world. And the people, the different, you know, figures that she's, collaborating with like yo rihanna's not here to play she she's she, she didn't come to play at all you know so um uh it's just making me think about the whole art and visuals that beyonce is doing for music and then here's rihanna doing this whole uh, art and everything for fashion and i'm like where's even the place for victoria's secrets <laughs> Yo. I mean, you gotta support a black woman. Man. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. You guys, <laughs> go get, go get some, go get some. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe next, next episode, I'll show you my, my, my wear, Your my underwear. Because yeah, I mean, I need to support Rihanna. I need to support. <laughs> I need to support. I need to support everybody. <laughs> You know, you know, on yeah. that, I worked on that collection. You guys, right. I mean, yeah. I, mean yeah. I, yeah, I think, I think it's time for me to get the underwear as well too. I would just, you know, shop and Google for that stuff and see <laughs> if the men's lines are available right now. Yeah, <laughs> guys, it's available on Amazon Prime. Go to Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime, and you know, watch it. It's available right now. So you can, you know, catch. The amazing I am visual on Amazon right now. and art. <laughs> Make sure to follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, Facebook at Spurplay on Instagram, S P U R P L A Y. Whatever it is that's on your mind, you want to hear about it. Comment down below and click on the subscribe button. Click on the subscribe button and yes. support. Support. Michael, over to you. Okay, wow, I'm just this is kind of funny though. <laughs> I'm already here on Amazon, just trying to check out what's mm -hmm. going on. If I can get Rihanna some, <laughs> okay. Anyway, let me let me pull up the next story. I'm going to come back to this. Um, so the story that we're going to talk about is American actor, Oscar nominee, and former boxer Michael Rock unexpectedly reveals his identity as Gremlin without being voted out. So this is how it usually goes on the, the Max Singer. A group of Max contestants all perform for the audience and the panelists. The audience and the panelists then vote to pick out um, their favorite singer and whoever gets the least votes dramatically takes off his or her Max and reveals their true identity. 
celebrity. So ideally, they use celebrities for this. I remember uh, when they used uh, Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child. I was right. when she, when she unveiled. You know, she had like a big moment where because she did amazing with her with her vocals and everything. So, but this story is about uh, Michael Rook. Um, so a few nights ago, the Gremlin decided that it wasn't about that. After it performed, <laughs> it decided that it was just going to go ahead, take off his mask, and eliminate himself there on the spot, revealing that it was none other than Oscar nominee Michael Rock. So, <laughs> so I, I, I mean, this makes for good TV either way. It makes for good TV. The ratings will go up. This guy, he flunked, he said to L with the rules, I'm not going to wait for you to get you guys to vote me uh, to be the least favorite. I'm just going to steal this moment and reveal, do a big reveal. So, right, right. Um, did you catch the. the oh, yes. I, I, well, uh, I, didn't, I didn't watch live though, but when the news broke, I went online to, you know, to catch the clip and everything. Apparently, he was sweating in the costume. He almost suffocated. That mm. was the that was that was the reason, you know. So it was like, I'm taking this up. I'm taking this up. And me, Cannon was like, yo, like, no, I'm taking this up. Taking this up. <laughs> and then he just pulled everything out and just, you know, mm. the crowd, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, maybe if he hadn't done that, he probably would have, you know, collapsed or something, or maybe suffocated that they would need medical attention or something like that. You know, I don't think he would ordinarily want to show off or just, you know, break the rules or something like that. I mean, start a journey like this and not see to it, see to the end of it, you know? Yeah. But uh, I felt for, for him to do that, he really was suffocating. He really was, you know. <laughs> I mean, if that, that's the case, then the costume designers and the people that are responsible for that, um, they did a terrible job because they should know. They should know. If well, it's not. It's not any different from what others are wearing. So I guess it's not used to being claustrophobic or something like that. It's not the costumers. It's him. I don't think so. Because I mean, are there other people wearing the same shit that are like you know doing their thing? Uh, yeah. So yeah, exactly. I mean, was he wearing <laughs> marks under the costume? No. It was just a yeah, huge, gigantic thing. I'm just saying because I, I think he just told the moments. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I'm not he just wanted to steal the moment and, you know, reveal. And, and reveal know, himself, right? Uh, or maybe the network is all in on it, so. <laughs> uh, right, right. Anyways, you I hope... Know, anyway. I hope no other contestants will have to do that, just so we can have a you know more show to watch, right? And uh, yeah, we were saddened by the loss of uh, Christy Teigen and John Legend's uh, baby boy Jack. Uh, our heart goes out to Christy Teigen and John Legend. At this time, uh, they are sending them so much love and light and comfort. Uh, yeah, and also uh, 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 we're looking forward to Viola Davis and Chadwick Boseman's new movie, Marina film. Michael, are you looking forward to it? Have yes. you seen anything about that? <laughs> yes, 
I love Viola yeah. Davis. Um, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Yes, I can't wait to see that. I yeah. saw the trailer and I was like, yes. Yeah, I think it's a musical thing, you know, and it has Viola dancing or choreograph or choreographing or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know, but I'm, I'm sure it's gonna be great. I mean, it's Chadwick, and you know, would love to see. Uh, the 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 last the works of his last days before you know he passed yeah and also um, congratulations to uh, Nicki Minaj who also had a baby as well too she's a mother now Nicki Minaj <laughs> okay congrats so, Nicki congrats Nicki congrats Nicki Minaj and um, yeah we're gonna go to the I think we talked two. about you on the podcast congrats Nicki <laughs> I know he don't think that the 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 baby uh, the news of the baby. I think um, a lot of people expected a bit more of bells and sirens, but you know it was announced, and we're like, okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, uh, let's get to the TV, film, and music segment, and Michael, you're gonna help us with that all through. So, what do we got? So recently, no, over the weekend, I saw, I, I saw it on Twitter. I saw a, lot, a bunch of people talking about it. Right. And I really, really love African arts from the music to the movies to everything. I do. So I took it upon myself to check out this film. I did not even want to watch the film because I have, I have like all these shows that I'm watching and I'm trying to complete. And today we were supposed to do a review of um, another show and I had not seen that. But I was like, let me just see the tr- preview, the trailer. And then I saw, and I was like, I was sold. I was like, let's do this. So right. over the weekend I saw Olutori, Right, Olotore. Olotore. Why are you watching? Olotore. It's a Yoruba word for endurance. Right. Now, the endurance. story is a story about, um, about human trafficking. Mm-hmm. It's a story that, about prostitution laced with human trafficking because right. initially they were prostitutes. And then, so the, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Um, it's, a, it's an amazing movie. Um, I, have only, I had only one problem with the movie, which I'm going to talk about when you are done sharing your thoughts. <laughs> okay. But I, thought, I thought the story was really, really amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have two problems, but we're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have three. Oh, I have three problems. <laughs> two problems with the movie. But overall, I think it's okay. a great Story. It tells the story of this journalist that goes undercover and becomes a right. prostitute. And at the end of the day, you know, she gets to experience the life that um, the street girls experience, and you know what, you know, the dangers with that kind of profession. And then right. she also eventually meets this woman because it's she was it was leading somewhere. It wasn't just the deal wasn't Spoiler. just. Spoiler. So she now meets a woman that is um, that helps traffic people overseas. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the right. story is all of that, and the story really ends with a huge cliff, cliffhanger. So I'm hoping that there, there might be a part two, um, or there might be a continuation of the story. But it's a fantastic movie depicting 
you know, Lagos in the way that we've not seen in ages, um, depicting the lives of our, of our, these girls or these women, and also depicting the, what they go through and the whole human trafficking angle of it. So I, I thought it was a fantastic movie. Did you see the movie? <clears throat> um, uh, yeah, it was just almost the same case, you know, with you as well. Because when I went on social media, especially Twitter, the Nigerian and African atmosphere on Twitter was, you know, just kept on talking about this Olotere the movie, Olotere the movie, hashtag Olotere the movie. And I'm like, okay, uh, prior to that, I was already seeing, I was already seeing the, you know, the, the, the banner or the, you know, the trailer on, on Netflix. Was I go to Netflix? I just see that on the homepage. Like it's been promoted here in the U.S. So, uh, and I'm like, okay, so this is a movie that everybody be talking about, you know, on, uh, on, on Twitter. So let me watch the movie. So I watched the movie yesterday and uh, it's quite an incredible piece again uh, of an uh, African film that highlights and tells the story of human trafficking and the art of investigative j journalism you know so um uh, it's it's a it's a wonderful acting as well a, a, a beautiful uh piece directed by kenneth gang so i learned because i you know had to uh read some articles on the movie and also watch as well too i think these stories needs to be told and it's a global perpetual crime and funny enough it's a multi-billion dollar industry it's it's happening it's not just an african yep. thing it's a global thing all over the world it's this this is something that's happening all over the world and these stories i i i didn't feel the need like i couldn't have felt more need um uh, uh, more, uh, more need of importance for these stories to be told than you know when i watched the lottery like i'm i'm glad they um you know the filmmakers uh, decided to, you know, shine the light on that subject and uh, highlight the story and tell these stories and let the world know exactly what's happening as well, too. Yeah. I wish that uh, they can also, um, uh, uh, there would be a film project that would also touch the side of, uh, you know, Africans also migrating to Europe through the Sahara Desert. I'm sure, Michael, you, you know about that. You know, people walking, you know, just mm. going through the deserts and yeah. through the waters and, you know, dying on the way, drinking their pee. Mm. Like, there's a lot of story to, you know, explore mm -hmm. in that area. So I'm hoping that, yeah, I'm hoping that filmmakers will be able to do that. But but I think Olotere, they really, like, tried with the location and everything. And it was also a beautiful thing to hear uh, African uh retro pop music in that film <laughs> especially southeastern yeah, nigeria i think the soundtrack was amazing I the, think soundtrack the soundtract was amazing like you know it was just yeah. I, I was just it was just like all very nostalgic the music that i used to hear my dad play when i was a little kid you know like oh my god like <laughs> yeah, yeah but then but then uh it's a it's a sad story um uh, incredible actors you know that played beautiful role out there ah, and uh, it's I, a mostly film yeah i i think because i've seen um omoni play so many roles omoni Oboli, and yeah she had she I had think, it she owned I, it i think she nailed this was like she a nailed it. Of, you know, money every in, bit of it every in, bit of in it. ever 
Right. To say this is the best I've seen her ever. Right. Right, and right. then Omaomi um, was a fantastic. Omaomi was great as well too. And another yeah. uh, another another actor that like that I was really impressed that her presence was felt without her without her saying anything was Beverly Osu. You remember Beverly Osu? Yeah. Beverly yeah. Osu was in the movie and she didn't even say much, but you could like her presence was like she owned it without even saying anything at all. You know, and yeah. every incredible, you know, uh, um, uh, uh, creatives that worked in that that worked in that project that are not really familiar with the names, uh, they, it's a must see. People should go watch and, and see that movie. People should go watch and see that see, see that movie. Michael, why yeah. don't you like the two of them? I want to hear it. I really want to hear it. <laughs> the, first, the first is if you're going to, okay, if you're going to look. In a movie, we're no longer in 1990s. You need to actually fucking smoke. That's old. That's not real. They were, for the most part, they were not really smoking. You could tell. Mm. The, the smoking, there was so much cigarettes in the movie, guys, from the beginning <laughs> of the movie to the end, so much cigarettes. But, <laughs> but so many of the actors, we're not really smoking. So, uh, so it took away from, our, from the movie. Every time I, want, I wanted to go deeper into the movie to get lost in the story, to get lost on screen. You know how you can get lost on... Right. Um, um, I always make, I always tell, use this example because I saw a show called, a puppet show uh, called, um, um, what was it called? Um, the crystal, the age of dark crystal, the crystal something. It's mm -hmm. uh, it, uh, it's had like some characters from Game of Thrones. It was is right. a Netflix show. Uh, it came out last year. An amazing show. The entire thing was just they did the entire show with puppets and they had this. They created this entire world. It's such mm -hmm. a fantastic show. So the age of the age of the crystal something. Anyway, right. so that show you will completely get lost. You forget when you start the show, you will see, okay, it feels odd because it just feels like this is an entire TV show that is based off, you know, things that someone is controlling. But at some point you get completely lost. You become one of them. So every time I wanted to get lost in the story, uh, in the movie, um, mm -hmm. the secret just felt too contrived for me. So okay. that was my number one okay. problem okay. and then my number two problem was that there were a couple of loose ends in terms okay. of the tying the story together to make it a lot more believable if you're going on the cover and you know to, there were a couple of loose ends for me oh, okay yeah i mean i agree with you there were a couple of loose ends as well and i also like the i also don't like the way it ended as well maybe it, it was i like the way it ended because most of the Probably time it was, we always get happy endings oh okay. spoiler alert. we always see happy endings oh right, redemption and right. all of that but that's not life life Probably. can be tough sometimes life you might not get the happy ending I feel I, I guess it was intentional. So I guess it was intentional. Just so yeah, that, uh, for a better story, she should go ahead and keep writing. Right. Let me. Uh, let me right. I I'm looking forward to see the 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 angle of the writers in the next uh, sequel. If it's gonna have a part part two, 
I'm looking forward to see, you know, the what the writers, what the writers are going to, you know, explore in that I mean, film, following open, the story. They kept it open-ended enough. And also, and also, wait, Michael, let me even ask a question, because this is also about investigative journalism as well, too. Do you think it is a, uh, do you think her moves are far-fetched? I mean, I know that there's some journalists who go into war zones like you know, Iraq so it's, to yeah, report crimes and everything. So do you think that her type of uh, moves, do you think it's far-fetched or nah, there's, there's no type of journalist. No, come on, there's no type of reporter who would be able to you know, do that and just dive into and go all the way. Like, how much are they paying that's, you to do that? Like, that's, you know, that's why I'm saying there were a couple of, mm -hmm. that's why I was saying that there were a couple of loose, loose ends with the story. Because right. I mean, we are. I'm Nigerian. This is a Nigerian movie. I know Nigerian journalists. None of them is going to do that. <laughs> it's not like you are an investigator or you're a policeman or a um, or you know. When it, when, when, it, when it comes to journalism, Michael, there's a, there there we are. We have journalists who are on the investigative side of things. I mean, you see that a lot in America. You know, a couple of. of uh, About uh, calm down. No, 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 and if anybody for wanted Nigeria, to, for Africa, yeah, for, for Nigeria, yes, for okay. Nigeria. Okay. Okay. If anybody okay. wanted to go into that, and the person that is Nigerian, mm -hmm. then, then the story would have taken a slightly different direction. It wouldn't have been so, you know, that way. And so, I also thought, like, why are you surprised that you are raped? You should know this before you go in. You should right, know that right. And also, you should know all of the risks involved. Right, right. Did you think that you will always be able to escape, jump through the window? When I, was, when I was commenting the movie, I was just basically focusing on the fact that they were able to tell these stories. All right? Like, yes. I just want to, like, okay, path, give a pat on the back to the team, to uh, Kenneth Gann, you know, and... Uh, uh, Ebony Life films, you know, uh, just want to like, okay, I mean, y'all did an incredible job for telling these stories. But hey, come to think about it, diving into what you're talking about right now. For example, um, uh, the guy told you not to go and you still decided to go. And now you're looking for somebody to come save you. I don't get what's going on. <laughs> Like, why did you have to run from the bus at the, bo at, the bo at the border? Why did you have to, like, you know, try to escape? They told you not to go. You left a diary or something like that. You wanted to go. Oh, it is not your story. It is not my story. Now you want to go. Now you're yeah. there. You're trying to escape. Yeah. The I, whole I, back and forth. <laughs> but it's okay. It's, it's a, we appreciate the fact that, you know. Yeah. It's a great movie. Everybody should see it. Forget about all of this. Please but I warned you about the cigarette smoking and a couple of loose ends. But it's a great movie. It's a really good right, movie. Right, right, and, right, right. Um, and, and what I want the writers to do is to read and read and read the reviews and feedbacks on this project. That should now, help you put in more now, work. No, so sometimes because I've, yeah. um, I understand, um, you know, I, um, my sister is mm -hmm. a scriptwriter, and okay. she she wrote um, Lara and the Beats. 
She was um, she wrote Battleground. Oh, she was part of part of the project. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So she's part of our uh, the new series, the Smart Woman, the Smart Woman Money, the Smart mm -hmm. Money Woman, or something like that. So. Mm -hmm. I know that sometimes the writers do an excellent job, but it's in the execution that maybe they want to cut corners. Okay, we cannot afford this. Okay, this is beyond the budget. Oh, okay, 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 so okay. Right, right. Cutting the corners, the loopholes become, you know, they become visible. In cutting out some scenes that would have told a better story, it's almost like the way the Game of Thrones uh, finale last season ended. They mm -hmm. build up to Khaleesi having that complete meltdown. Now, mm -hmm. uh, there wasn't a sufficient build up. You know, mm -hmm. you felt this character, you've done this character development, and when the um, when the emotions started, when she started being overrun with emotions and she had that mental break, she had that breakdown, you right. did not build up to it. So sometimes it's not the writers or sometimes it's not, it's pretty much in the execution. So you never, oh, okay. know. it doesn't even be the writers. Okay. It not even be the writers, but it's a fantastic story. But let's move on. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, guys, go watch it. It's now streaming on Netflix. Olotore, the movie. Yeah, Michael, what do we have for music? For music, we also have something amazing and incredible yeah. from Nigeria. I cannot talk about this at all. Uh, you go to my Instagram, my Instagram <laughs> at my tennis, M I C E R N E S T. You're going to see I've done about three videos of me lip syncing to this album. Trust Absolutely. me, I'm going to be doing mine as well. So I'm going to be doing those reels. And I'm, I'm, I'm saving tracks from this. Yo, <laughs> you're um, not the only yeah, one. <laughs> so this album is straight out of Nigeria. I feel like it's one of the best projects or musical oh, projects yeah. that have been released. And it's just an EP. Um, it's called For Broken Tears by Thames. Thames, baby. So the album is... Um, I think a five-track album or EP is a five-track EP, right. and it features it has um, the lead single from the uh, from the EP called Damages. She has a video for Damages. Um, there is some um, Free Mind. There is inter Interference. There is um, another Hello. song called um, Ice Tea. Ice mm -hmm. Tea. Ice Tea kind of gives the vibe of um, Ariana Lennox. Uh, what's that Ariana Lennox uh, um, song with uh, J. Cole? Uh, what's that song? What's that song? I've forgotten. I'm just going to quickly Google it up. Um, uh -huh. Sorry, it's been a long day. My brain is already... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I remember. Share Butter Baby. Share Butter. Share Butter, Share butter Baby. baby. Yeah, so um, it gives that vibe and some sort of... The iced tea uh, gives the vibe and some sort of, you know, there's a Rihanna vibe to it and all of that. Mm -hmm. But Thames is an artist of her own and she has her own style. She has her own sound, um, her style, her vision, everything, the way she shoots her videos, the way that she, you know, carries herself, the way she sings, the way she delivers her music. I think that she's an amazing artist. And this EP really cements that. If anybody was in doubt of this lady that came out, are, I think a couple of years ago. Now she's really, really, she's not even had an album out yet. She's only had an EP and she's probably one of the, you know, most talked about artists in Nigeria right now or in Africa right now. Um, so she's really, really brilliant. She's fantastic. Her style is everything. Um, Ice-T, 
I could talk about the songs forever. But I, really, I, I like I still <clears throat> like images. Um, I still kind of explores the concept of you know social media and and what fruits the different you know fruits um, or the different things that people say on social media or the different you know smileys on social media that signify that are tied into a relationship. It's pretty much the lady trying to get this guy to commit or trying to get this guy to you know come into a committed relationship for them to be in a relationship but the guy is pretty much interested in being single or is comfortable with you know keeping things you know in a situationship in an entanglement rather than mm-hmm. anyway not that's not an entanglement but <laughs> you know what I mean? so she talks about right. lemons raspberries blueberries mm-hmm. and lemon raspberries and blueberries so which pretty much ties back to um, the man wanting to be single or the lady wanting to, or the partner wanting to be single because we don't, we don't know. Um, and then Damages is also, of course, very brilliant, really good, great song. Um, so it's one of the few albums this year that I actually bought. And I'm like, okay. I gotta support. There is the last song, it's called The Key. The album is just fantastic. And I love the little interlude where the mother talks um, the mother talks about um, that when she was pregnant, everybody kept on saying it's going to be a boy, and she's like, no, it's going to be a girl, and her name is going to be Temilade. Uh, Temilade is like, ah, families don't, family gives name, give names. Um, how are you giving this child? She's like, I don't know, but her name, she's going to be, this one is special, she's going to be Temilade. So um, the album is fantastic. The album cover, everything about this project and this lady right now, I'm standing. <laughs> what did you wow. Think? What an amazing reporting on Tam. Michael, you really love her. Okay. I really uh, do. Uh, well, thank you very much, Michael, for bringing this because I, I've never heard of her, you know, until you brought this up for our music review for this, you know, episodes, uh, 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 this podcast, podcast episode. Um, anyways, uh, let me start with the editor's notes that she left on Apple Music. She said, uh, it says on her debut, Nigerian singer Thames meditates on love, life and relationships and weaves uh, subtle melodies with airy R&B production in a cool yet refined manner. Rapping emotions in her arresting vocals, she ponders escapism on free mind and explores newfound freedom from a love affair on a tropical sounding damages. Okay, so I started listening to the album. I love it. I'm only two tracks in. And one thing about me is that when I start listening to an album, let's say for example, I listen to the first track, and I really love it. Like, it's going to take me a whole lot to, you know, <laughs> get to the second one. Because I would have to repeat the first track for, like, maybe three or four times already. Like, I don't know how to let something just play to the end. No. Once I hear the first one, I'm like, oh, shit. That feels good. I just repeat. I just, don't repeat. Just, you know, when I feel like, okay, I'm done with that one, then I can move to the next one. So that's what I've been doing. You know, interference and uh, I see... My goodness, she's amazing. She's awesome. Her voice, her vocals are, you know, just different. It's unique. And it's making me, like, uh, put out this question, Michael. What is the market for her artistry in Nigeria like? Ironically, she's doing... Because, 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 that's, not, because, because that's a concern for me. So yeah. she's at, she's at um, 
this EP, um, we, we didn't hear any of the songs apart from Damages, right. and then she dropped the EP. So she's had like other singles that are not even on this EP. They might okay. probably make it quite a full uh, length album. Um, so she's had a song called Luku Luku, Luku mm-hmm. Luku baby, amazing. She's had, she's had a song called Mr. Rebel, okay. amazing. She's had a, had a song called um, Try Me. Okay. Amazing. Try Me is like, you need to see the visuals for everybody. Stop what you're doing. Pause the podcast. Go watch Try Me. The visuals okay. are fantastic so and let amazing. Me, let, me, let me just, what, what do you call it again? Try Me, right? So try Me, yes. Yeah. Try Me, me text. Uh, let me key that so, in. So she's, she's, she's at like a very, very, um, mm-hmm. very, very, you know, consistent back-to-back right. singles that mm-hmm. are really, really good and, you know, eating the airwaves and all of that. That's why she's probably confident enough to, you know, drop this EP. And even on, on the EP, she's talking about, you know, um, people that doubted her, that she's mm. here and all of that. And I like her sound. I like her mind. I like that okay. she's giving in substance, the things she's right. saying. And she has that old, you know, reggae vibe. Then there's right. the Afrobeat to it. There is the, ah, she's I everything. Love her. Yeah. I love her. I love her. So, so you're saying that, you know, the market for her is, is, is bright in Africa. In yes. Yes. The market for her is bright in Africa and okay. Nigeria because Nigerians okay. like Ari Lennox, we like Rihanna. So okay. I think okay. that um, if I were to compare, I would say that she's a combination of, I don't like to compare because she's an individual and an artist. Right, in a, exactly. Right? But for people that want, you know, like a, to picture what she might sound like before trying, they might mm-hmm. try to picture someone like Ari Lennox, mm-hmm. um, Jasmine Sullivan, Rihanna, oh, okay. right. Rihanna, um, with you know with the visuals and with the swag of solange oh solange right yeah right Um, anyways uh hopefully when the whole thing is over when we're off this whole pandemic episode of the planet she would be able to you know come to america and explore canada uk and you know i'm sure she's uh, done okay okay Okay. She's an incredible uh, artist. I, I really want to see her shine. Like, a lot of people need needs to hear Thames. Thames. Go listen to the album for Broken Ears. For Broken Ears. Go listen to the album by Thames. It is out on every, you know, streaming platform. Make sure you stream, guys. Michael, thank you very much. Like, you stay serving with these yeah. incredible... <laughs> With these incredible works and all of that. <laughs> Guys, do not forget to comment below the, 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 the comment section on our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. It is at Spurply, S-P-U-R-P-L-A-Y, on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. Make sure you follow us and let us know what you think about what we're talking about. We're not the only ones who is hosting this. We want to hear. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your perspectives and, you know, what you think, Michael. This has been a great one, hasn't it? Yes, it has been. Oh, by the it way, has. Thames has a song with Khalid, with American uh, singer Khalid. Yes. What a track with Khalid. Yes. So. Okay. That's what I'm saying, she's, okay. She's, yeah. <laughs> Does that have a video? Oh, it's just. Uh, it's just an audio called Disclosure. It features uh, Disclosure. Know your worth. It features. Uh, is it Khalid? Okay, yeah, the young Khalid, American Khalid. Yep. Okay, 
That should be well. That should be really good. Okay. Uh, nice. Featuring Khalid. Oh, okay. Yeah, but check out the... Um, oh, okay. Um, uh, the video is there. Yeah, so it features um, the video and uh, terms. Disclosure. Yes, disclosure. Know your work. So uh, that's, uh, that's Khalid's music, not Thames. Yes, it's Khalid's. Oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Well, how would that combination be, though, with Davido with David on the track? Okay. I mean, okay. I like Thames all alone. I don't like when she's featured on stuff. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I like it. I, I'm not overwhelmed or really in love. I just want my Thames to myself, so. <laughs> so you know, that one i can only speak for terms on our own songs and mm -hmm. i can right. speak for the try me video go mm -hmm. check out try me guys we're gonna see you next week bye bye <laughs>